Happy Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking about me flooding a hotel room in Chicago. Car puke. It happens to everyone. And more woofing, I think. Yeah, there's always woofing. The neighbors from hell. So we have a live studio audience today. It's my stepdaughter. <laughs> She's here today. She went to come. Welcome, Kate. This is a big thing. Better behave. And we will not behave. Because I'm the raunchy one. That's Leslie. I am Heather. <laughs> Kate thought it was super cool that we have listeners from all over. So yes. where are our newest listeners from? Finland. There is an island between Ireland and England. Isn't it Island Isle of the of Man? Man? Isle of Man. Yes. And I went to their tourism site and I want to go there now. We proposed that once we get, was it 50,000 or 100,000? I went with 100, you went with 50. Okay, so somewhere between 50 and 100,000 downloads, we would go do a live podcast wherever that was. I really hope it's Isle of Man. There's only 87,000 people that live on the Isle of Man. So every man, woman, child, and goat and Shetland pony is going to They could all come. Download the podcast. Oh, that is true. For us to actually have a high number there, so... All 87,000 of you are going to have to be listening to us. Is Island what? of Man. Isle. I-S-L-E. I like Island of Man <laughs> better. <laughs> Just one man. Well, I have only, issues. There's have issues. only one man that you care about, and his name is Jay Knight. <laughs> JK. The other night, I was just having a moment. I spent all last year just needing an escape mentally. So I basically obsessed over Jordan and New Kids on the Block. It's like our year anniversary of me rediscovering them. It was in September. And then like you go to the concerts, it's like this big buildup, like a wedding, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's over and then I was sad and I had this whole like big life exploration and the meaning of life and am I ever going to be happy again? You know, when I cried during the whole podcast. There and is a recording that is in the vault right now that may be unearthed at some point where we cry both of us anyway I had this moment like a week or two ago where I decided that I was I'm like I really miss new kids on the block like <laughs> they haven't been on social media and then Donnie did a little teaser that they're going to do their cruise I have vacillated back and forth about going to this cruise I still think you should go with me there are many things that I would never want to do that I would be willing to do with you because I love you and your company is hashtag worth it <laughs> but hashtag you'll consider it. I, I don't know. <laughs> she there's, can't even talk. There's no price on the cruise that I could see. Let's just say it's three grand. I don't know. Um, oh, you looked it up. Yeah. I mean, I looked it up to see how much it cost. Let's just pretend that it's three grand. I could think of probably 800 things that I'd rather do with three grand than go on a New Kids on the Block cruise. All of our New Kids on the Block fan listeners that we probably got because of the numerous mentions of them and Jordan are all disappointed in you right now. You just haven't experienced it. That's why you should go and experience it I with mean, me. I would rather go on a New Kids on the Block cruise than get the three fillings that I've been putting off for eight months. <laughs> Um, oh, my God. That's terrible. You but, know, we'd have so much fun. It would be like spring break for 40-year-olds. But I would much rather spend $3,000 at Lowe's on home improvement items than go and on Four days with me and 3,000 other women and five men. Yeah. This, see, that's the thing. 
I'm not worried about you because you don't scare me. But the type well, I of should. demographic I should. that they are targeting for this cruise might include some lunatics. And I don't know if I want to be <laughs> on a boat in the middle of the ocean with these other people that are not you. I keep vacillating. Like, do I really want to put myself through that and stand in line for like hours to get a selfie? I'm not dazzled by the celebrity of it. I just really want to meet Jordan. Well, here's the thing that I thought was funny. The immediate follow-up text to, hey, here's this cruise. And then I said, are you serious? I can't tell if you're joking or not. Yes, I want to go, but I need to lose 15 pounds first. And that made me laugh so (laughs) hard because, again, it's like we live in this world where we want to look perfect all the time. You are so gorgeous and I find you to be perfect. So it's just funny to me. This is why we need to be lesbians together. Well, let's just let's just take the plunge. That is the that's um, next. The cruel joke of the universe that made us both only attracted to men. Um, because we would have a wonderful life together if we could satisfy each other in every way, not just 99% of the ways. So you just told the completely like PG related version of that, which I appreciate. Listen, I am a PG person, I think. You are PG. I'm like, I'm rated R. Not MA, not for mature audiences only, but I'm a little more R. Only because then that text followed up with (laughs) another text And as I'm getting ready to go to dinner the other night, like my phone rings and you're more of a texter, Mm -hmm. not a caller. So if I see you call, I always pick up. I answer. You make a comment to me. And all my friend heard on the back end was, no, I don't want a sex toy blow up doll. I want the real thing. (laughs) And she looks at me like, why do I just know this had something to do with Jordan? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, let me tell you. I said, I want to go on the cruise, which I almost have her convinced to go. Good. Back to this message, because after the losing 15 pounds, I don't think my life will ever be complete until I bed said crush. And I'll just leave it at that. Right. So you texted me that I was driving and I'm a very (laughs) safe driver. So I called you in the car and thought, oh, I have a solution for this. Perhaps Leslie can enjoy (laughs) a life-size doll of Jordan Knight that she can no, this is t- no real thing. No, no, no. My first thought was I do want romance. My first thought, <laughs> not my, with the plastic burst. Well, I'll tell you what my first idea was, and then I moved on to the to the doll because I felt that the doll was more reasonable. My first thought was, what if you get a virtual reality mask so that when you're with someone else, you oh. believe that you are you just with- picture it and believe it. That could maybe work. I yeah, mean, but then that's really mean to the person you're actually with. Why? We don't need to Be- tell him. Because it's <laughs> what closed eyes It'd be are like, for. why are you wearing a mask? Don't worry about it, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Don't worry about it, Jordan. What? Jordan? <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop. Answer to your name. That kind of goes into the um, fetishy conversations that we had in episode four, where maybe if one person had a proclivity and the other person didn't, I wonder if virtual reality masks could help couples. Because I was thinking, oh, if one person's into one thing, the other person's not, they love each other, they're committed, maybe you could integrate some. We need to invent this, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, Kate is like telling us that it's out there. I know for a fact that like if somebody 
has like an anime attraction. People have already made sexy little scene fantasies. So you can have like a little romantic night with your waifu or something like that. So I don't know if they do it with actual people. Mm. But if somebody wants to take to the time to like animate it in like a 3D model-esque kind of thing, I guarantee you if somebody has a VR, they've done that. They've definitely done that. So what Kate is saying is, yes, the technology exists. Uh, It's a question of, I think, getting the rights to creating a Jordan Knight fantasy. And I think that our company that we create could be specializing in celebrities. So perhaps there's a Bradley Cooper. Perhaps (gasps) there is a Oh, my God. We need we're going to create an X-rated virtual reality. Heather, this is it. This is and, our idea. <laughs> and, and let's take this a step further. You know, if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, my God, they're so racy. What? But think about it from, <laughs> we're so racy. You no, know, but think about it from this angle. Like, imagine if your partner went to war. Maybe they're in the military. They come back because they have injuries. They're unable to perform. They want you to be able to enjoy them so that you could be with your spouse. So there's actually a really beautiful give back to the world angle that we could do. We could do celebrities, but that could fund all these military uh, spouse options. Oh, yeah, you did a good job. I like the it. Troops. Kate, Kate said, support the troops in bed. Thank you. <laughs> How old are you? Are we allowed to even have you in I here know. right now? Kate is 20, so we're all good. Okay. We're legal. All right. Awesome. Um, I can't tell anymore, by the way. I, I am at either. an age where there's this weird window, like 16 to 22, where I can't tell if you're 16 or if you're 20. Like, I have no idea. Like, it's all a blur to me now. When I was actually 16, it was very clear to me. Part of that is, yes, it's just that we're out of that age group now. But a huge part of it is kids do not look like kids anymore. The girls now who are that age from the time they're 16, they look more adult than I do. They know how to do their makeup and they know how to do their hair. And like, I never spent that much time. Well, there is a very scientific reason for this. Do you want me to nerd out real hardcore on you for a second. Is it the uh, estrogen that yes. was in the cow's milk as you're growing? Yeah. So our whole world is powered by plastic, essentially. Everything's in plastic, like milk, water. Plastic emits an estrogen mimicking compounds. And over time, when we're all doused with these very small amounts of estrogen that are not dangerous, they're causing our population women to develop sooner, uh, men potentially to develop prostate issues. It's a very interesting dynamic that I'm not going to get super deep into because I can get real nerdy on this. Uh, (laughs) But but yeah, that's one of the reasons. Like, yes, it is social media and it is makeup. And I wish I was 16 and I could hop on YouTube and learn how to do my makeup professionally and contouring and all like I mean we were sitting there with our little Bonnie Bell chapstick flavors and (gasps) root beer yes strawberry cherry oh my gosh and that's all we knew of glamour like now you can hop on YouTube and see exactly how to look like Kim Kardashian if you would like to or Kendall or Kylie or whoever Kardashian but we could do that now as adults and we're not working with (laughs) it's uh, not happening a pristine canvas anymore no (laughs) We have to step, well, not you because you're perfect, (laughs) but I have to step one, like cover fine lines and sunspots and like I'm more concerned about we all have that looking like anyone who's young than I am about specifically looking like Kim Kardashian. 
I feel like my face is calming down. I don't know if it's just in my head, but I look in and it's not like scrunched up and angry and I feel like it's getting better. Well, last time I saw you, I told you that I thought that your your skin was glowing and that was not a lie. Mm-hmm. That's because I'm literally in love with my job. Oh, it's so cute. I really am. So when you walked in here, I said, what are we going to talk about? And you said, blah, 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 drunk. Like, <laughs> um, I got my car back yesterday. Right. OK, so Leslie and I have complete opposite relationships with our cars. Yes. Um, Mine, I treat like it's the grail. Like I had, you know, gone through caves and run on boulders to find this thing and leslie trashes cars treats, <laughs> yeah. i have zero respect for cars part of it is because i take my dog everywhere in the car so within like a week you're just driving in hair it's the hairs that weave themselves into the fabric of the car it's never coming out but then i live in the super i live in a town ho- town home um I, my baltimore just came out there my it town home a lot does it yeah. my town home it's so narrow i end up hitting the sides of the car like all the time and okay so i had two events within two weeks the first event was i was pulling out of my garage and just not paying careful attention i missed the angle and i scraped the whole side of the garage So it was like this big dent and then all the tan paint on my gray car. And I just left it there. You saw it. You were like, what happened to your car? I'm like, oh, it's no big. I hit it when I was pulling out. (laughs) You're like, no, it's like really big. It's a big deal. I would have lost my mind. So the second thing was when I left this job, I kind of celebrated and I needed it. Like I needed just an all out night. And I happened to have tickets to the Chateau St. Michel for a concert there. I mean, you never plan to get ridiculous, but I'm like, I'm going to have a good time and let loose. And I only included people that would not judge me and I'd be comfortable around that I could just relax and have a good time with. So go to the concert, you know, at the Chateau, you can't bring your own drinks in. So you actually have to buy your own wine there. However, it should be noted that Chateau Saint-Michel is a ridiculous place. Uh, People show up in full picnic attire, with giant picnic baskets, tables, gingham cloths, cheese, crackers with knives and jam and napkins and real utensils. And they set up. It is a world that I have never seen. It is my favorite place to go. It's so cool. Yeah. I'm sitting here crawling in my skin because my picnic set up the potato wedges, French fries, like a Jojo fries and chicken fingers and cheese and crackers and a jalapeno artichoke dip and then fruit and usually a dessert. So we have a spread. So I ate a lot of strawberries that night and I don't know, I downed the first bottle of wine I got and I shared maybe a total of a glass out of that because I was with guys and they weren't really into wine. And But I didn't even realize it. And then I'm like, oh, I need more. And I went to get a second bottle and it happened to be a really sweet one and I didn't realize it. I drank that whole second bottle myself. What show was this? It was... Do you remember the artist? Yeah, it was Michael Franti and Ziggy Marley. Okay, awesome. I'm proud of you for remembering. I do. And I remember like a lot of the show. It really only kicked in the second half. So my cousin had to drive my car home. I was totally fine. And then I must have turned to him and said, you need to pull over. I'm going to be sick. I do remember leaning out the window Mm -hmm. and getting sick a few times. He was saying to me, hey, let me go and let's run your car through the car wash. I'm like, no, I can't handle it. I don't want to go through the car wash. I just I needed to get home. And I kind of remember him saying, "Okay, whatever you do, don't sit back. So, of course, the first thing I do is like sit back. The next day I get up and I realize there's like strawberries all over the back of my shirt. And I was just covered in puke. It was disgusting. 
So I wash all my stuff. I go down to look at the car. Oh, my God. It's all over the side of the car. It had blown back into the car. It's in the fabric next to the seat. It's in the back seat. And it's that horrific smell. I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but I tried to clean it. And I'm like, I'm... I'm going to need a new car. Like, (laughs) this is it. Like, I just ruined my car. It's not going to come out. And then I called the dealership and I said, look, I need a detail. A friend of mine got sick in the car (laughs) because it's always asking for a friend. And they said they wouldn't do it because it was a biohazard. So I cleaned it myself. They wouldn't do. That seems ridiculous because all the Lyft and Uber drivers have to deal with that. So I don't understand. You you called the wrong place. They said no. So I went and I cleaned it the best that I could. And then I waited two months, took my car in and then asked for it. And then they cleaned it and it mm. looks great. And it doesn't have that. Oh, it's a little humid. So I can sort of smell the remnants of last June in my car. It's terrible. But I got my car back and they got all the paint out from where I hit the garage. And so now you can't even really see the dent and it's clean and there's no dog hair, no puke. It's like a new car to me, but for like no money. That's my story. Is this the worst thing you've ever done to your car after partying all night? Yes. I'm not normally in a car. I usually I'll get public transportation or I uber but i've never like been in a crash doing it so and i wasn't driving just to be clear it was my cousin driving and in his defense because i was aggravated with him that he didn't pull over Mm -hmm. i went home to visit the next week and i was like why didn't you pull the car over when i got sick why did you let me just lean out the window and he looked at me and like he said leslie i pulled over four times for you on the interstate for you to get sick it's just that you threw up five more times. Oh, we would have just had to sit on the side of the road for hours. So you so were he blacking tried. out like you don't remember portions. I don't remember that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I actually don't ever remember him pulling over. Right. OK. But I believe him when he says he did. But yes. I, I don't remember that happening. Well, that happens. You know, there are moments that you don't remember. But I needed it. It was a night out. I needed it. And that's I seriously do that like once every Three years. Mm. That's it. I have never vomited in a car. However, there was a weekend in Chicago after a Kesha show where I flooded a hotel room. Like legit flooded. I have been responsible for getting insane amounts of glitter over other people's cars because when I go to a Kesha show, not only do I have glitter all over my body, but I have vials of emergency glitter. Um, (laughs) And at times the emergency glitter just explodes. Rob in Chicago, like, I'm sorry, it's been like over 10 years, but I'm sure you still have some of my emergency glitter in (laughs) In your car. car. Yes. That's worse than vomit almost. That doesn't come out. That's true. Kesha show. Think what you want about Kesha. I love Kesha. I think she's a legit artist who writes legit songs and she's fun. So much like your Jordan Knight. I was like, do you think I'm going to judge you for your music choices? I've been making Kate well, listen to New Kids on the Block for the past day. No judgment. For for the most part, I am an alternative music fan. However, I really do like and appreciate Kesha. So I had flown into Chicago. It was just an in-out. Like fly in, check in the hotel, go to the show, fly back out the next day thing. So I get back to the hotel. I am covered in glitter and sweat and everything that happens at a show. And I'm like, okay, At a Kesha show. Kesha. You know, it's fun. (laughs) You know, you have a good time at Kesha. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, I'm going to take a shower now because there's no way I'm going to get up early. And there's just 
glitter is everywhere. So I turn the shower on and it's one of those big hotel showers that has like all the multiple I was only there for one night. So I went with a nice hotel that was right by the venue. Like, and so I had the giant shower head and it was like a lot of space and there were seats in the shower. For some reason, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to shave my legs in the shower because uh, it's got all these shower heads going everywhere. So I sit down. And you can sit down. So I, yeah. So I sat down. But instead of sitting on the little ledge, I chose to sit at the bottom of the shower and <laughs> I sat on the drain of the shower. And at some point, this was sober. Uh, you're, okay. At let's some just point, <laughs> I fell asleep in the shower because it was so relaxing. It was the warm water and I was sitting and then there was water pooling. And although there was like a solid six inch lip on the shower, and I was exhausted because I am the kind of person that will work 20 hours a day, fly into town, go to a show, jump around in my glitter, get sweaty. And then like not. So this is me. Um, I'm, I'm borderline narcoleptic, basically, because I push myself to the limit. So I fall asleep with the shower running. At some point, I wake up and head to the bed at like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. I am awoken by banging on the door. I'm like naked because (laughs) I just wandered from my shower shower to the bed. bed. I get up and I realize like the whole floor is completely soaked. So I put a towel on and I go and I answer the door and they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? What's going on? And I'm, I'm like. I'm fine. They're like, there's leaking in the rooms underneath you, like the 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 seal, like there's a leak. And I'm like, I have no idea. I know exactly what happened. Yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what happened. And they're like, we don't know. And so they come in and they're like, at this point, there's no blockage in the shower drain. There's like no toilet issue. I don't think I even used the toilet in this room because I was just in and out so quickly. And I am just completely like, oh, I have no idea what happened. Like, I have no idea why the carpet is completely soaked and why, like, the floor is ruined and dripping into the room. I have no I was sleeping. Like, I took a shower <laughs> last night, but I don't know. And they're like, oh, my God. We're so sorry, Miss Lee. Like, we're going to need to address this. Can you get your items? We're going to upgrade you to a suite. Like, and I'm like, good. Um, (laughs) And how dare you put me through this in the middle of the night? Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm like freaking the F out that I'm going to get charged with like damages. And like, I know exactly what happened. Like, I fell asleep in the shower. So anyway, I go to my suite. And then when my friends come to pick me up, I was like dead asleep. They can't find me because I'm not in the room I was supposed to be in. Like, and then we have to haul ass to the airport. They can't believe that I flooded a hotel room. I just rolled in like a glittery hot mess. <laughs> but moral of the story is when you put your towel on and they came to look, at least you had shaven legs. One of them was shaven. Oh, just one. <laughs> So and then I'm wondering, like, if they looked in the shower, was the glitter in the shower or had it gone down the drain? Were they like, what happened here? Glitter. They stick into the bottom. They were convinced it was the toilet. Like they were convinced there was a plumbing issue with the toilet. That is the reasonable explanation. Like, not that my fat ass is like (laughs) sitting on the drain 
And seriously, the amount of flooding that I caused, I can't imagine that that water was hot the whole time. Like, how did I fall asleep through it going cold? Or, Exhaustion. Or is it in a hotel that it just never runs out of hot water? Like, it depends which hotel so and how their tanks So maybe it never work. ran out of hot water. I have no idea. I, did you turn the water off at some point and just well, fall asleep I, in there? When I woke up. No. When oh, I woke up. That's when you turned off the water. Hours later. I mean, like, I probably got home around... I'm going to, these are all estimations. I probably got back to the hotel shortly after midnight. Like I probably was in that shower for at least two and a half hours of it running like and flooding. You're lucky. You could have drowned. There are so many things that could have happened. I know. You have crazy stories. I know. And I don't even remember them until you start talking. And I'm like, oh yeah, I had a situation. (laughs) That's impressive. I don't know about traveling with you. Crazy things happen. It didn't ha- Crazy things happen. Maybe you bring it. I don't know. My biggest crazy thing with traveling was, so last weekend, um, we moved my other uh, little stepdaughter kid here to college. Um, yes. You looked hot in the photos, by the way. Like, there hot, was a f- like it was hot there. Like, sexy. <laughs> like, like, I saw um, the photo and like I was hot, like. H-A-W-T, you're saying. Like, hashtag MILF. Yeah. Like on (laughs) fire. I want to wife that. I want to go back to college. But so when I booked this flight down there, which happened to be a last minute thing, I booked through one of the airlines and I had miles. So it like it upgraded me up to first class. So I was super excited about that. Let me tell you what my meal choice was for breakfast for first class. Cheerios. (laughs) Cheerios. Why do you spend an extra $650 for a first class ticket to have Cheerios for breakfast? Now, there were two options, but like the other option, checks. Check cereal. Mm. I always, I'm a Cheerios person. I love a good bowl of Cheerios. But seriously, seriously. I love Cheerios. I love Cheerios. I don't like the honey nut Cheerios, though. I like the original Cheerios. I knew it. I only like the original plain Cheerios, too. Oh, my God. Thank God. I don't like them all fancy. I don't like the apples, cinnamon, no. sugary. I don't Just like sugary. Just give me the Cheerios. But, but I don't want Cheerios in first class. Like, I want my nice meal with my fancy silverware and plastic fork. because They still sometimes do that. This is another reason why we can have a life together. Because I'll pick up the Cheerios okay. and make sure we always have the original Cheerios and never the Honey Nut or the Cinnamon Crap Cheerios. No. But sometimes will you do almond milk? That's what I use. <gasps> that's what I use too. 30 calorie silk <laughs> almond milk. Yes, that's what I use too. Do you do the vanilla flavored? Um, I do whichever. I'm I'm yeah. flexible with the flavor. I um, do the 30 calorie because it's no sugar added yes. silk almond milk. Yes. With my Cheerios. Sometimes I sometimes I mix in the cashew flavor. <gasps> I do. I'm a fan of the cashew. Yeah! They have cuz you can do uh, plain cashew, but have you seen the cashew almond milk? They combo, have a combo. Yes. I've tried mm-hmm. all of these. I like them all. See, all right, we're good. The, we're good again. in our 60s when we give up on everybody else and just give into it. Uh, yeah. I mean, we <laughs> could take control of our lives and just be together. I do think I would really love I think about this often. I know that we have a houseboat fantasy, but I would yes, really, really enjoy having a duplex with you where we're our only neighbors um, and we share a yard potentially. What I would love is if we had our own yards, but then there was like a gate between them so that we could integrate in case our animals did get along. I was always there to take care of your animals. This may need to happen sooner rather than later. Because we don't have to get married though. No, we can so no, we can just be couples. 
Hold briefly. So Kate is interjecting that we should just get married. Um, but I don't think we have to get married. I think that we can live our own lives in our duplexes together and just be happy. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it's going to have to happen sooner than later because my little love letter that I came back to last night was yet another complaint from animal control about my dog woofing too much. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest with you, like she did woof a lot that day. Like she barked from because I had to go catch an early flight. My only option, I had a dog sitter come three times during the day and stay overnight. But she had a hard time because I was leaving with the suitcase and I'd been traveling and she barked from like ah, 5.45 in the morning until 7.30 at night with some breaks in between. But it was one day. It was one day. This is not an incessant thing. So I got to. And then now they've done this to me so much that I like don't even care anymore. Mm-hmm. I care about the dog being stressed out, but I I give zero Whoops. Fs. Zero woofs. <laughs> I don't give one woof about their feelings about it because I wrote them a whole long letter asking them to talk to me and to come and this is what I'm doing and how I'm trying to prevent it. And they do not recognize my effort. So I no longer recognize the disruption this is causing. I'm sure like our listening audience is divided on this because you're either an animal person or you're not. And I get that it's annoying, but you know, you chose to live in a townhouse in the city mm-hmm. and it's she's hardly ever alone. So if you don't know what we're talking about, refer to episode five where we talk about Leslie's neighbors from hell. Um, <laughs> they yes. fly off the handle with a couple of, like you said, woofs. They're very loud about it. They're like the obnoxious Yelp reviewers with animal control. And it drives both of us crazy, you, because you have to live in it. But this is a continuing drama with you. So you got to notice again from animal control and you're dealing with it. But because I'm I'm just in a better space, I don't look to fight anymore or to even respond. I mean, I'm pretty feisty, but I don't know. I'm calming down. I don't know if it's age or what, but I just choose not to be that person all the time. It's just not worth the effort. But even yesterday, like I'm driving up the side streets in the neighborhood, one car fits through. There's this huge like pickup truck that seats, you know, five across the front in the center. And then it's like it's got a bed that could fit like a half of a house in it. (laughs) Why? Why do you need that truck in the middle of the city? You don't need that truck. Anyway, I'm three quarters up the road. Right. And they start coming down the little circle and they're going to just start flying down the road. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. I'm not backing up like I'm further down the road like you're in the circle you stop and wait for me so we both stop and they're looking at me like you're gonna back up I'm like I don't care about you and your big pickup truck I'll sit here all day like I don't respect my car so you can hit it I don't care that is true so they finally backed up and let me by and then honked at me and gave me the finger and did all the things and all I felt like is that used to be me that would get so fired up and I don't regret those times but I mean I've gone after people before but I wasn't going to let it get me worked up and ruin my day. I'm like, you want to cuss me out and be angry for the next 20 minutes because you think I should have backed down the entire street? Not my problem. And it's the same thing with the neighbors. Like, I got that letter and I knew exactly when it was from. And I'm like, you know what? Now I don't even care. Mm-hmm. I used to try to keep her quiet mm-hmm. and, and be respectful. And now I'm like, I can't win no matter what I do. So why try? I'm lucky in my living situation because I have two pugs on the left I have two German Shepherds on the right. I have a giant Newfoundland 
named Fable, which I love <gasps> that name for a dog. Uh, behind me, I have a pit bull, a catty corner, and then I've got one of those little white fluffies, like maybe a Shih Tzu, but something poodle-esque, Shih Tzu-esque in front of me. So there is a chorus of woofs 24-7 <laughs> um, in our little corner of the world, and nobody complains, nobody gets upset because literally one woof happens and then everyone starts woofing for probably 45 minutes to an hour in succession. Like a circle. Yeah. Like a wave at a baseball game. Yes. Um, <laughs> each time the the symphony of woofs begins, you know, it's an opportunity for us to try to work on our reactivity, um, which usually <laughs> we fail. You know, you get the little wins here and there where you're like, yes, there's woofing and they're not woofing. Yay. Okay. But I'm very lucky because I live in woof central. And I'm always reminded of 101 Dalmatians, the all dog alert. Are you familiar with that movie? When, um, yes, when, but not this. I don't. It's been a long time. Refresh me. So in 101 Dalmatians, when you need to spread a dog message across the land, much like the emergency alert system that's or the Amber Alert, like yes. that goes over the radio. Dogs have their all dog alert where one dog woofs and then the next dog woofs and then the next dog and then the next. It's the woof chain. Yes, the it's woof very, chain. It's very important. So that's how dogs can convey a message because dogs don't have data plans. Like they don't have cell phones. That's all it is at my house is that <laughs> Chewy just barks the entire chain out. There are no other dogs to wolf next to her. Well, that's because Chewy has a, a mild hearing impairment, correct? So she doesn't yes. know if the next dog has received the message or not. So she just she makes... She keeps wolfing it out. 100% sure. <laughs> 150% sure yeah. all day long. Yes. Oh my God. Can you imagine what that SOS like, She's like, Timmy is look. in a well. Yeah. Uh, this message might have been expired. We don't know. Let's just keep wolfing it out. <laughs> Poor Chewy. She's just trying. Yes. So I, I guess the moral of this story is... I think that when you move into a new place, like, I think this is something real estate agents, if you're listening, I think this is a very important thing because for us, for dog people, it can be a make or break if your neighbors are anti-dog. I would be so upset if I moved into a place and my neighbors were crazy and they got upset with every little woof because we have a lot of woofs and that's our life. It's, it's extremely difficult. And the fact that they also chose to live there. I it's hard because at that time those were all new townhomes so we sort of all moved in within a couple weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. So maybe he wouldn't have chosen that house had he had known. But what are the chances that I move out and somebody else with a dog that moves in? And don't think that when I go to sell that house, I'm not going to look for somebody with dogs. Yes. Preference to dogs who bark. Woof. <laughs> Seriously. I now I'm mean and vindictive. See? Like Because now I'm like, okay, I went out of this situation, but I want you to suffer forever. And I stay in that house out of spite. Mm -hmm. Now, um, as the official timekeeper of this podcast, um, what do we want to talk about next time? I want to talk about some of my favorite social media people to follow. Um, One is the bird's papaya. I love her. She's very body positive. All right. Papaya Mamaya. Uh, podcast up every Tuesday at 12.05 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, so come back. Uh, hang with us again. And Heather's literally up at 12.05 a.m. dropping it. 
I know because I'm so <laughs> well, I'm sleeping. That first download is me usually, unless it's you, Isle of Man. Like, shout out again. I love you guys. Woohoo. Bye.